Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. I hope all of you are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight. Carter, the Power Bryant, joins us at 7.30. Talk all things LSU. Obviously, the big news of the day, or at least right now, is that LSU defensive tackle Mason Smith has entered the NFL draft or declared for the NFL draft, he will not be an LSU Tiger next year. Obviously, we have a lot to discuss, but it goes in line to one of our main themes of yesterday's show. If you didn't catch it, we did one at three yesterday. You can go check that out. But you got it's a position group you have to be better. It's kind of like we anticipated that this was coming. But nevertheless, when we have a talking point and a day before big news happens, maybe you should listen. We got to discuss what they're doing in the interior defensive line. They need they need bodies. They need bodies that can play. Guys like Don McKinley are going to play early. We don't have a choice. So Blake Baker has a little bit of things he's got to figure out. And look, got to hire D-line coach really soon. Really soon. So... We'll see how all that transpires. We'll talk about it here tonight with Carter Bryant. A quick Little Rufino's rant, as it was reported today, that Dennis Allen will remain uh, as the New Orleans Saints head coach. Got to go on a little tangent about that. I will go on a little bit of a tangent about that, but we will mention that uh, as well here. We'll go into a little bit of a recap into the 2023 season uh, as well. Guys, I know we talk about the interior defensive line, but if you want 2024 to go better than 2023 and beyond, there's I'm just going to tell you there's one main area that if you clean up, you're there. There's only one thing. I don't want to say there's only one thing that you have to do. It is one big thing that you have to do because if you don't, 
you're going to get your rear end torn up, just being honest. And quite honestly, it's the exact same take we had from a year ago. The exact same one. They didn't fix it, so nothing changed. We'll talk about that as well. We'll talk about that as well uh, throughout the show. Where are you listening to us from tonight? Are you in the 225? We're at in the 225. What city are you repping? What zip code are you repping? We will uh, give you a shout-out here. 337-985-504-318. We greatly appreciate all of you joining us, that's for sure. Uh, and let me just say this. Uh, we'll make maybe some announcement. Maybe we'll, we'll talk about some things at a later time. Um, every time you guys send Super Chats, man, it really does help us a lot. $1, $100, whatever it is, man, it's a massive deal to us, and I greatly appreciate it every time y'all do it. Uh, Michael Morris with a $499 Super Chat said, could this possibly be an addition by subtraction like the booty uh, uh, the declaration or, or declaring for the NFL draft last year or a totally different scenario for the D-line. Um, thank Number one, thank you for the super chat. Completely different situation because I, I don't think Mason was a locker room issue like Kayshawn was. And you got better by addition because you didn't have to worry about getting him reps and getting him the ball. And you had guys that were better than him that were right behind him. So you had depth at that position group. I do not believe, quite frankly, uh, Mason Smith leaving is the same. I think even as bad as he played at times this year, you need him because you need the bodies. Guys, you're going to have to go into the portal. If you want to be serviceable next year, you have to. Like, you don't have a choice. (laughs) I mean... Guys, I talked about this for 10 minutes last yesterday. 10 minutes in an hour-long show. That's a long time to talk about one specific topic that if you're not better along the interior defensive line, you're going to have problems. Blake Baker does not instantly come in here and fix that. He, he just doesn't. So at the end of the Wisconsin game, and a lot of you are blistering me because I said, yeah, listen, it, does Matt House suck? Madhouse does suck, but you know what else is true too? There are position groups you do not have the personnel to compete at this level right now. (laughs) I mean, it's just the truth. You're not going to recruit. You don't have the coaches in place now. You would have to hit the portal, and then you would have to tell some other guys to hit the portal, and they're not doing that. You're going to have to develop, but you're going to have to let some guys go in spring. Because you're going to have to bring interior defensive linemen in. Now. Like, again, you don't have a choice. It's just not remotely close to being a choice. So we'll talk about it. We will talk about it. All right. Tons and tons and tons and tons and tons to get to. Uh, Eric says, this just goes to show how important that uh, McKinley flip from Texas A&M was. No doubt. No doubt. Boogie Season says, Blake, Washington's offensive line is trash. LSU should have won the Joe Moore Award. I tend to agree with you there. Look, man, they had a guard in Washington last night, and obviously Michigan. Uh, congrats to them, man. I mean, they won it all. Congrats to them. Good on them. Uh, their head coach is probably leaving, and we're going to see how just how much interest Brian Kelly has in that position. Um, look, man. 
I, I mean, they had a guard that was 285 pounds. <laughs> no, I, I don't think that they are good enough. That's why I picked Michigan. That's why I picked Michigan. Because I did not think they were good enough. I thought Michigan was going to choke them out. Guys, they choked them out. Full guillotine style. I put them in the full Nelson. <laughs> oh, yes, indeed. Dane Bergeron with a $5 Super Chat says, Blake, can you talk about the DB coach, BT18, Brandon Taylor18, got him a nice trophy buck. That he did. He's got him two nice trophy bucks this year. Uh, Dane, yes, what specifically do you want me to talk about? And we talked about this yesterday. Uh, Dane, more towards the end of the show, um, you can go to yesterday's show after this one and catch that. Look, basically, I do think that Corey Raymond, as we talked about uh, a lot here, I I think that he could be the potential guy. Now, is he? I I don't know that clearly yet. Um, But I... Guys, I'm going to continue to say that there's question marks around this. And um, there just is. I, I mean, if Raymond is the, the guy, then you're looking for a dude that has had issues the last four years. Again, if, if, if Corey Raymond would have had the same success at LSU that he did at Alabama, and he left Alabama – to go to Florida and had all the same stuff happen to him, just not at LSU. And I would have told you that a coach over the last four years, his secondaries are 97th in passing yards allowed. Guys, I know you. After coming up close to 850 shows, I feel like my audience, because I'm here every night even though maybe you're not, but I know what you're going to say. I see the comments. You would hate it. What about the recruiting? There's a borderline five-star kid out in New Iberia right now that you're probably going to get with or without Corey Raymond. (laughs) I I, I feel good about the recruiting there. So, yeah, that's what I think. Okay. Yeah, I see a lot of you saying it. I mean, look, you know, everybody's talking about the depth of the defensive line. I'm going to punt on the Dennis Allen thing to start then on the Rufino's rants because everybody wants to talk about it. Let's do that. Let's do that. Uh, Rob is in the 501. Good to have you in here, Rob. Andrea is in Ponchatoula in the 985. Good to have you here. Jimbo is in the 504. Kenna, bro. Y'all need to stop pulling over Saints, uh, Saints players. You know what I mean? Like, stop pulling over Saints uh, 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 Saints players. Come on, dude. Uh, Sean Fox, our buddy over at X. Um, Sean Fox, he says he's in Monroe. First time in a long time. Good to have you in here, Sean. Uh, as I'm in on in the mornings every Monday with his dad, Puffy, and Mark. Uh, catches out, uh, up up there. It's a great time. Me and Puffy go at it. Sean's on there sometimes. So good to, good to have you in here, buddy. All right, one more, and then we'll get rolling. Uh, Jay Rome Harris says he's watching from MD Anderson via the 318. Uh, I don't know why you're at MD Anderson, um, but good to have you here. And I hope everything gets better. Everything will will be better. Mike, 985 Covington, and Travis says from the Gulf of Mexico, he must be out there on one of them rigs. You heard me? You heard me? Yes, indeed. All right. 
Let's get to this Mason Smith thing. We do that next. Let's talk about our good friends at betonline.ag. Our good friend Tyler Alexander over at LPT Realty. I tell you this every time. If you are looking, if you're in real estate and you're looking to join a new team, hell, if you're just looking to have a conversation, call my friend Tyler Alexander. He is not just in the local area either in Baton Rouge Hammond. He is expanding everywhere. He is everywhere. He is the number two realtor inside the state of Louisiana for a reason. Call him today, 225-955-0008. Talk to him about joining his team. Or, quite frankly, if you need your household, he will get it done. Let him know that Blake sent you on by. Let's get to it. We do that next. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live, in-game betting, props, and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline.ag. He will sell your house and find you a new. Well, Tyler's the man, he's here for you. You want to buy or sell? Well, it's not too late. Dial 955-0008. Just call 955-0008. Y'all call Tyler. He'll shoot you straight. We're back. Okay, it's not remiss upon me, too. I missed this in the opening topic right off. Um, the LSU men's basketball team live at 8 p.m. has the opportunity to tie their season conference win total from last year. We'll talk about Mac McMahon and the Tigers here, to new, here tonight as we preview them before they tip it off at the end at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. But... There's a lot of you in the chat that has some concern. Let's get to it. In case you missed it, LSU defensive tackle Mason Smith entered the or declared for the NFL draft earlier this evening, which is a lot about what we talked about last night. We had this long segment about the defensive line. You can go check it out on the short clips, the reels. If you're on YouTube, they're in the shorts about the interior of the defensive line. Literally last night, we discussed you're going to have to go into the portal and get one, in my opinion, two dudes from the portal, not because you need the talent, because you're really young in the interior, mainly due to the fact that you just need the bodies. Now, does this change something for a guy like Ty G. Hill or Fitzgerald West that are in the portal? I think Ty G. Hill did commit somewhere else. Uh, if I'm not mistaken. So it pretty much he's out of here. But regardless, because you need the bodies. You need the depth. And there is not, there is not a position group that you are weaker than right now 
than the interior of the defensive line. I could make the argument, could could completely make the argument that since 2019, the worst position group on this team has been the interior of the defensive line at times. I know a lot of you will point to, uh, uh, um, obviously, 2020, and that's fine there because LSU under Corey Raymond was 126th in the country in passing yards allowed. That's fine. But, man, listen, you win games up front. Did you not watch what Michigan did last night? Now, did their corners tackle in space? Did they have a really good secondary that made plays against a really good wide receiver core? Hell, yeah, they did. But game, this game is not difficult to understand. It, it, it's not. You win and lose football games by what you do up front. Now, there are times like LSU – went through this past year where Jaden Daniels just quite honestly goes cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs on everybody that he plays. But he still had a really damn good offensive line. And if you're not able to go into the portal and develop really quickly, guys, you're going to struggle because you just don't have the depth there. Now, do I think that this staff knew that this day was coming, that Mason Smith was leaving? Yes, but they're going to have to find guys and dudes. I don't think you should overreact and just take anybody in their mama. You did that last year at DB, and it did not work out. The bottom line for me is, is simple. You're going to have to utilize the portal, and, and more so because it's so late in the process and the time has already elapsed. Guys aren't going to be able to hit the portal. You're going to have to go through into spring – Okay, or when the next portal window opens for if you go and get interior defensive linemen because of a numbers crunch and because you probably and truthfully need three dudes that can come in and rotate, they're going to be have to be other guys that hit the portal because of a number because of just pure scholarship numbers that you have to maintain at 85. You need a D line coach in here quickly. Now, if you're going into the NFL ranks, there is no telling how long that could go to. There, there is no telling how long that could go to. But you you shot and went after Bo Davis. There doesn't appear to be a move there from Bo. And quite honestly, I don't know if there will be a move there from Bo. Then he, Bo Davis, obviously the defensive tackle coach um, at, uh, at Texas, there's just it just doesn't make a lot of sense for him to go. And look, am I an LSU fan and want to look at LSU things through an LSU lens? Yes. But if you're being realistic with yourself, it doesn't make sense for Bo to leave Texas because they're going to give him money to recruit. He's in the state of Texas, and he's getting paid extremely well. Other than him coming home, there there is no sense or logic in doing it. You need somebody that can come in here and just – change the game you got to get a I mean Bo Davis is your Brad Davis in a way funny that they have the same last name could he come in here and help you recruit and get back better there but I I, I can't believe I had to say this because normally when you flip a five-star it's always a big deal but now flipping Don McKinley from Texas A&M to LSU because it's a bigger flip now because you need him. You 100% need him. Now, 
the question and the thought and everything that you will say in here, okay, about Mason Smith. He was a former five-star guy too, just like Don McKinley. And I don't think that Mason, who had a year cut short because he got hurt on the first drive in 22 versus um, Florida State, he did not have a good year. Quite honestly, I thought he was a little overweight, and that happens. Trust me, from a guy who's torn two ACLs, it happens pretty easily to gain bad weight. Somebody's going to draft him second, third round, and because of his his body, his size, and just his upside that he has, he's going to be drafted in the top three rounds. He's that kind of player. Even though I don't think he played like that this year. It, 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 it really hurts LSU in a massive, massive way. And I don't know how else to sugarcoat it. Like, I legitimately don't know how else to sugarcoat it. There is nothing... Look, I try to be the ha- the guy that's a glass half full, and I, I, I try to stay positive, as positive as I can. This is a big worry for me. It, it, it's a massive worry for me because I don't think that you have the time, really. I, I don't know if there's a lot of defensive linemen, okay, right now that will hit the portal in, in the spring. Now... Will you get lucky? Maybe. Maybe. And maybe you use some back channels that you're not supposed to. But you're going to have to if you want to be competitive. Because I do think because of Blake Baker and getting him in here, you're going to be better defensively. Because we're about to talk about in just a quick moment, in the recap of the 2023 season, it, it, it guys, you've got to get better on defense. You, you just have to. There's one key area that if you clean up, guys, you're going to be 10-2. and two. You're talented enough. You've recruited well enough to be 10-2. and two. There is one massive area on defense, and I'm not even talking about personnel, that if you clean up, if you just do a third of the cleanup, guys, you're 10-2, you're, you're in the playoff. Like, there's n- no other way around it. Massive concern. And... I just don't know where you go from here. I, I think that they will they have a plan and they will try to execute on that plan. I, I just don't know where you go from here, honestly, because I don't think people realize how bad it is. Right? Like I I, I just don't think people realize how bad it is in that interior. So like they're they might have guys, they're gonna be walk on bodies at defensive tackle. <laughs> That they need from just a depth perspective. But you're going to see a lot of run along the defensive line. The O-line's going <laughs> to murder dudes in the spring. It's, it's going to be a bloodbath. It's going to be a bloodbath. So, yeah. I know I just talked about, um, and Carter Bryant joining us in five minutes, I know that I just talked about my concerns of the interior and just defensive line in general. But if I look at 2023, this past season, it just one little recap. Like if there's just one thing when I say, like, what am I going to remember the 2023 season for? Okay. Obviously, Jane Daniels winning the Heisman is the highlight of the 23 season. 
what that young man did with his legs, what he did with his arm, the amount of points that he scored, the amount of yards that he threw for, guys, he accumulated for 50 touchdowns in the regular season. The best player in the country. Now, everybody claiming for Penix, you're just, you look like a fool right now. But the 23 season is the biggest would have season, in my opinion, that LSU might have ever had. Because you've never had the the dynamic player at quarterback outside of Joe Burrow like you just had in Janet. Nobody has been like that. It's the biggest what-if season because if you can remotely, and I'm talking about even just from a small aspect, been better on defense. Guys, there's a strong possibility you're playing on Monday night, but that's not it. Because, as I see in the comments, 10-3 and three wasn't bad. Guys, when you have an offense like you just did, 10-3 and three is the floor. Remember my preseason when I said that this team is a 10-3 and three team and that is the floor? Guys, that was your floor. That 100% was your floor. But when I look back at the 2023 season, I do think that there's one area. Yes, it's on defense, but one more specific area that LSU now under Baker has to clean up. It's been a problem in the Brian Kelly era. It's third down. You know, we we talk about obviously LSU getting to 10 wins and your offense being dynamic. There is no bigger disappointment or what if for me that if LSU would have converted Better on third down. Listen to this. LSU and the three losses that they had this year, Florida State, Ole Miss, and Alabama. Florida State was 9 for 14 on third down. Ole Miss was 9 of 16 but converted two fourth downs, two of three of them. Alabama was 11 for 14 on third down. Nine of them, nine of those 11, were were literal Jalen Milrow runs Coming to a grand total of LSU being 31 for 47 in your three losses, 66%. Two-thirds of the time on third down, LSU was going to con- let the offense convert on third down. Guys, it's mathematically impossible. Mathematically impossible that if you're even better, like even if you're a third better, in some of these games on third down, you might be 11-1. and one. You, Your only loss might have been to a Florida State. Maybe. The combination of how bad you've been on third down that Blake Baker has to fix now and the lack of dudes in the interior of the defensive line is a massive concern. Because literally... I actually went and looked at this today. Literally a a year ago today, we had a segment that stated, Blake, what is the biggest concern for you going into the 2023 season? I said not being able to get off the field on third down. It has been LSU's Achilles heel. More than you want to talk about Jane Daniels not throwing the ball down the field or Whatever the secondary, no, the biggest issue is, is that LSU collectively was unable to get on the, off the field on third down. Here's another thing, too. 
LSU in their three losses defensively had 47 attempts to get teams off the field. 31 of those times they they missed. Here's the most disgusting part of this stat. Are y'all ready? 29 of those 47 were third and five plus. You gave up 20 of them. So basically on first and second down, you were a really good defensive team. On third down, you were ass. Ass. Third and five plus 20. 20 times teams were held to third and seven, third and eight, third and nine, third and ten. They found ways to make plays. It does not get easier for Blake Baker because I don't know if the I, I I honestly don't know his starters in the interior. I mean, I know who his starters are in the interior of the defensive line, but I don't know that he feels confident enough in those dudes. I I, I really don't. It's gonna be interesting to see. Okay. It is that time again. It is that time again. I do have a super chat in here, though, from Christian. He says, when sends a $199 super chat, he says, we sat on our hands. BK dropped the ball. Dropped the ball on what specifically? Thank you for the super chat. Just a little bit more specifically. Um, what specifically? I'll just leave it there. Okay. We'll talk a little Dennis Allen. I'll go on that. I'm going to get on that Rafino's rants here tonight. Before I might have to cut this segment a little bit short with Carter, but doesn't matter because I got to get to that Dennis Allen thing. And obviously, men's basketball trying to go for their second conference win, tying their record from a year ago. Let's see if they can do it. We'll preview it there at the end. Let's talk about good friend Carol Foss, our good friends over the Drake Williams Law Firm, and our good friend Steve Bean over at Bayou Daiquiri's and Bayou Bowl to go. Don't go anywhere. We're back next with Carter, the power Brian. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with the great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there, and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. By the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family, or you're facing criminal charges, You need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vignair are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell them your good friend Blake Rafino with AYS. Since you own Bob. 
Bayou Daiquiris at Bayou Bowling Go is owned and operated locally by Steve and Lisa Bean. You can find them at 1512 North Highway 190 in Covington, Louisiana. That's 1512 North Highway 190 in Covington. The North Shore's first crawfish drive-thru is about to step it up another notch by bringing you drive-thru daiquiris as well. You can call in your order today at 985-888-1914. 985-888-1914. Cause you know what? Daiquiris and crawfish. It's a Louisiana thing. Carter, the power Bryant. Oh my God. Don't do that. Yes. Cause every Lock time you, in. every time you do that, I, I kind of think of Mason, uh, uh, Mason Bur- or major burns doing that after a 12 yard completion. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing better than the DB. No. When he was burned on an overthrow or doing I know, I know. Drives me insane. Uh, Carter, the power Brian is joining us. You know, Tiger Droppins told me that you broke the news of Blake Baker. That's so weird, right? I I will go back and say this from the get-go. I was just like you. I was live. And I, not nearly as well-connected as you are, obviously. I got a text saying that this was the direction it was going. That's all I said. That's all I said. I was reading uh, a text. I did not report that it was happening but that was just my prediction but everyone thought i have the success it's not it's just not really my my, my thing but it, it didn't shock me blake and it's a it's a good direction that lsu decided to go into so let's talk about it what did you like about the blake baker news that he will be the next dc at lsu well the first thing blake is this is where he wants to be and this is where his family wants to be so this was uh, an easy decision for him. I still go back to the Jacques Doucet video from earlier this year when he's talking to Scott Woodward. How many times do you see a DC talk to an opposing AD? You you know that you, you know why, right? Um, because he wants it. I mean, this is his uh, his dream to to be a DC at LSU and maybe one day be a head coach uh, at LSU way later down in his career. And Blake, he's very impressive. I was shocked. Um, at how physical they were versus Georgia earlier this season, right? There was a lot of runs that went for one yard, two yards. You just don't see that versus a a Georgia offensive line. So you look at that, you look at them holding Tennessee to seven points. Blake, you know, I I do not like Joe Milton at all. I think he's very average, but I don't care. They they choked out Tennessee, man. They completely choked them out. Yeah, like 40 minutes of time of possession, that defense killed them. Right. Mm -hmm. And the the Missouri defense was just really impressive. Now, did it help that they had very experienced secondary members? Yeah, for sure. They they were really, really good uh, in the back end, but they were underrated on the front end, right, with Hopper and those guys. 15 was a good player for them as well. So I I really like it. Now, obviously, Blake, there's going to be a conversation of how much money it took, but that's not – your worry, whoever you are watching this, it's 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 worth right. it if he turns out to be a good DC. Were you surprised that everybody was panicking over that? Like, oh, we're making them the highest paid DC in the country. Like, what are we doing? I, I look, you, you know what, Carter, and, and I jokingly brought this up a lot. You know, there was actually a report out there that we that some people thought that we didn't have the money to fire Matt House because of the buyout money. You know, there no, there was a report no. that we would not go and buy out contracts for other coaches. 
Well, boy, did that turn out to be a lie, and you made Blake Baker the highest-paid DC in the country. Like, yeah, I, I mean, this is, uh, Carter. At some point, this is still LSU. Yeah, I mean, I think people are freaking out, Blake, because LSU's just not gotten the high-profile transfers that some of the other schools uh, have gotten. And look, you do have to spin to get Quinshawn Jenkins to go from Ole Miss to Ohio State. That, that you do have to do some of that, right, to, to get some of the higher-profile transfers. But it's more important to get a defensive coordinator that you love because that guy is going to be here, hopefully, for a long time. And if Blake Baker isn't here next year, that means he was very, very, very good and he got a head coaching job elsewhere. I like to hire Blake. Um, you, you know, is, is he – was he my number one guy? No, but he was in that realm. Who was your number one guy? I, I liked Gidry a lot. Um, I, I really, really did. But, you know, I, Blake Baker was right into that that conversation. And I understand that a lot of people wanted a, a bigger name, like the mentor guy in Michigan or Jim Leonard, who's an analyst at Illinois. But Blake, I mean – those guys are northern guys, right? Those guys are probably going to be NFL guys soon. So I love this decision to go get Blake Baker, and I think it's going to work out really well for LSU. Um, anything that you've noticed from Blake Baker that you like schematically? Yeah, so the one thing that really stood out to me, Blake, and in particular the Georgia game, right? They really made Georgia earn everything. You know, I, I it was a quick watch. Obviously, and I've been back to back, at a lot and of, back to back years too. Right. So the fact that Georgia really had to earn um, their yards, their touchdowns. You know, one thing people get wrong about Georgia is they just overpower you. No, they they got great scheme. They scheme people open, and I really only saw like one bust bust in that game. Um, now Georgia, of course, got theirs, and they were the better team, and they deserved to win. But no one expected Missouri to give them that much issues. I didn't say that smoothly at all, but it, it was a very fun watch. Just how physical uh, that they were, and how smart they were. Right? They they play together, and hopefully that continuity goes from Missouri to, to LSU, and that's going to be the big thing. Can LSU play together, and can they actually make tackles next year? Well, see, another thing that I talked about, Carter, it was actually a year ago today I brought this up at a relig on a religious level, was is if I could wrap up 2022 in a bow, okay, was did you have struggles? Yes. First-year head coach, I, I understand. I'm not saying you're supposed to win every game. But, Carter, they lost a lot of games last year because of how bad they were on third down. Carter, yeah. think about this. The, in the three games that you lost, okay, teams went 31 of 47, okay, on conversion downs. 66%. It's actually 65.9%, but I'm just rounding up the 0.1%. 20 of those conversions out of 29 came on third and five plus. That's hard, That man. That is disgusting. Like, if Blake Baker, even with – and we'll talk about the personnel in just a moment. Even with a little bit less, Carter, like even with – you take 20%, 30% of that away from them. Carter, you're 11-1. and one. I still think you lose to Florida State. 
You're 11 and 1. You're going to the SEC championship game. Yeah. I, I, yeah. That is the number one thing Blake Baker has to has to clean up. Like, look, I I will tell you this, and I will continue to say it. Please don't play passive. If you're going to give up the long plays next year, at least send the entire house, pun intended. At least give yourself a chance to make chaos. And I think Blake Baker will do that. Yeah, I'm with you. And one step further, Blake, is Baker did a good job defensively making you earn every Every yard. Right. Right. Like, you look at LSU last year, they were the worst in the SEC in touchdown percentage in the red zone. Right. There was just nothing that they did well. And Missouri just did a good job making things really, really hard on LSU um, and just other teams in general. Like the last throw to Malik Neighbors that was wide open in that game, sure, that's a bust. But that's after Jaden did a thousand different incredible things uh, to get you uh, to that point. So I'm really excited about Blake. I think LSU is going to take a step forward defensively under his tutelage but obviously the next step is who's your staff going to be and then after that you got the very important roster decisions you're going to have to make uh, in determining who your two deep is going to be next year all right well let's get to the two deep because i have some serious concerns um mason smith declared for the nfl draft today i know that mason did not have a good year at all but Carter, I, I, I got to be real with you. I'm really worried about where you're at in the interior of the defensive line. Really worried. Like you're gonna during the spring, and even if you have to go back door, pause. But you have to go back door and talk to some guys about getting in the portal. Carter, you need interior defensive linemen more than you need air at the current moment. You are horrible there. Uh, let I'm me not say horrible. They're not good enough. Let me not say horrible. Not good enough. No, no, no. It's it's just I, horrible. Is 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 fine, right? Because it's just it's not where it needs to be. I mean, like you have Jacoby and Guillory coming back, and then after that, it's uh, the Will Smith meme in the middle of his den with no Uncle Phil around. And you, you're. I mean, you got Don are. McKinley that technically is not signed yet. Right, and Sean Washington. And Sean so, Washington, right. I that, mean, you're not good enough. Carter, those two guys are going to have to play. You're not good. If those are your two guys, you're not good enough right now. Yeah, and to go one step further, right, Mason didn't have a great year, but at least he finished the season with two really good games and two really good fourth quarters. Um, yeah, but, he did. Yeah, I'm he he would have he would have played really well next year, and I wish he would have come back. I think it would have done him uh, a lot of good. He would have been the for sure guy guy. Um, but look, the, the the defense is about a collective, and pun intended. Numbers. Pun intended. Right. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> uh, that collective and and honestly, how you play together as a group, you know. What's very interesting to, to, to go back to Blake Baker was it's important to pick up what actually happened in Missouri previous. So they made a Polini kind of hire and they got Steve Wilkes. That's right. And, and it didn't work. Right? He's an NFL guy. So Wilkes has been one of the best DCs in the NFL and at San Francisco, but he was terrible. He was absolutely terrible with Missouri. 
So the fact that Baker turned that around that quickly is still ran some uh, three three five. Had to run I three mean, three five because he didn't have the bodies in the interior. He's gonna have to do it again. I mean, I hate to say that, Carter. We're about to run the three three five stack. Watch. Let's do it. Let's go. Get out get, of here uh, with that. We ain't gonna do get, that. Get 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 Zach Arnett as a uh, uh, an analyst. He's gonna Why have not? to be creative, dude. He's gonna have to be ultra ultra creative. I'm with you. I really am, Blake. Now, what I will tell you is, you know, I went back and I, I re-watched the Wisconsin game, posted the film study this weekend. As normal, bowl film studies, they don't really move the needle so much. Right. But a guy that really stood out to me in that game, even though he got beat, and even then I questioned the deep completion he gave up, was JV and Toviano, right? Really, really good bowl game for me. It may not look like that on the macro, but he did some really good little things well in that game. And I I think it's going to be interesting to see where his best fit moving forward is. Do you want it to be an outside corner? Do you want it to be a big-time safety where I think he would be absolutely magnificent? So at least LSU has that going for him. But like we always say, it's about the collective. How deep can you be? You know, to, to use a prime example here – Everybody wanted Jesse Minter at, at, at Michigan, right? Well, Michigan, they rotated DBs last night, Blake. I mean, they've got backup safeties, backup – I mean, they got backups dude, they were all, so impressive. They are so freaking impressive, dude. Like, that is one of the best college football defenses that I have ever seen. And it's because they have a gazillion bodies. Um, they're really deep. Brent, the Graham kid in the interior – they can get after you with their front seven. They've got a linebacker that's 6'3", 250, and runs like the wind blows. Hashtag Forrest Gump. I, I mean, <laughs> because, you know, he's from the state of Alabama. Or, or is it Tennessee? I, I forget, but I think a kid's from Alabama. I, maybe he's a 6'15", or maybe he's from Nashville. But he's from the South. So, I mean, they got dudes. You know what? And you know what else, Carter? They have recruited well. They've evaluated well. They've developed well. And you know what they do better than anybody that I've seen? Even better than I think Georgia last year to some extent. Bro, they tackle so freaking well in space. Yeah. Adunze, Polk, McMillan. Bro, they wrap them up like a damn sar- some saran wrap. You know, you ever saran wrap the car? You ever try to get saran wrap off a car? Okay? Yes, yes. That's some, that's some, I know in the towns like Arkansas, like where you live, I know that you saran wrapped a car too. Actually, we did that in college a lot. Uh, uh huh. So yeah, it's it's harder. It, it, it pause, but it it's just true. Um, Got to wrap it up, baby. Carter, why am why do I have the thought process? And I know why I do, but why am I just not worried about the secondary? Like, okay, you did bad. You weren't good. You weren't good enough. I also am realistic enough to know that you played two true freshmen on the outside of boundary and had two safeties at boundary corner. The point that I'm trying to make here is this. I can live with your secondary not being great. I cannot live at LSU with your front seven not being good. I I refuse to allow that to be a thing. Yeah, I'm with you, Blake. And obviously the the, the things – one one big thing is going to be the off ball linebacker spot, right? Um, let me let me know in the chat. Let me know what you think. Do you feel comfortable 
with Greg Penn and Whit Weeks as your starting linebackers next year. What's Omar Spates doing? He's got an extra year of eligibility, I'm assuming. He hadn't declared for anything. No, he's done, right? He had this was year five. He had a red shirted freshman year, the COVID year, and then he's got the extra COVID year. Oh. If I'm not mistaken, let me look that up. Continue, but continue. Uh, but but yeah, I mean, even if you do like uh, my buddy Rick K says, even if you like Weeks and Penn, who are your backups going to be? Is there a true freshman that you feel really good about coming in early? What about Christian Brathwaite? You got some special teams rep in in the bowl game. Finding those off ball. No, he's done. You're right. He, that's my bad. I thought he right. redshirted in 19. You're right. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and and most LSU fans would consider that a good thing. No offense, obviously, to to, to Omar. Right. Um, the Booker McFarland still is number one hater. Uh, but it, dude, I had I was like, God, Booker, you you just he does not hold back. So I'm always a McFarland guy, man. I well, you need Greg Penn to have a Dwight Mc, um, not Dwight McLaughlin. Uh, um. Uh, God dog it. Why is his name on the tip? Uh, the linebacker that uh, Damon Clark. Yeah. You need Blake Baker to have to mold Greg Penn into a Damon Clark. I, I mean, you do, and but but yeah. I don't think it matters because I again I don't th- like brother. I, I don't think you're good right now in the interior. Like, Gay, what you gonna put in Gabe Relaford? McGay Rutherford's I mean, a hybrid. He's 260. He can't play in there. Yeah, not yet. At least not yet. At least not um, yet. I mean, he yeah. might be get to 280 pounds, but I mean, <sighs> yeah, it, it's the here's the here's part of the issue that Blake Baker's going to have with the guys that are still on the team, right? Is so many of these guys were like kind of tweener guys, mm-hmm. where. They they're they're not necessarily a certain position. They're kind of just in the middle of the body type you need to play a certain position. And then in the Madhouse system, those positions really weren't defined. So Blake Baker is, is going to have to figure that out. See, do you feel Savian Jones is a starting defensive end in the SEC? And if you think he is, what? do you feel he could play your system? So there's two different questions that Baker is going to ask when it comes to the guys that are returning next season. It's going to be difficult. So that's why I'm with you, Blake. I, I, I would like to see some heavy, heavy portal activity on defense. All right. I'm sure I'm leaving, leaving something out here, but I got, I got one more for you. Um, your thoughts on what they do with the rest of the staff? Like, what do you – I mean, obviously, Corey Raymond, and we've talked about him, is, is being brought up a ton. Is there anybody else you would like to see them try to go after? No, not really, Blake, because I, I'm horrible with the assistant coach search thing. Coordinator search, head coach search, sure, because there's only so many plausible names you can go through. Assistant coach search is a whole different animal, especially when it's – relatively later in in mm-hmm. the coaching process. So a lot of it is going to come down to if assistant X wants to come in, right? Does he want to leave his current job? That's why Corey Raymond is so interesting. Corey Raymond is doing nothing 
You know, this is what he wants. He probably wants his DB right. coach job more than anyone out there. So that's going to be the name, Blake, until something actually happens uh, with that. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll touch on it briefly on my show tonight, but still, it's it, we're, we're all just kind of guessing uh, there. But it could be imminent. There's, there's reporters at the – oh, whoa, whoa. Whoa! Say you gotta say something. You can't be weird. You gotta say something. Who are you? No! The dude has the glasses. Look at that! All right. Go save. Go save Gotham City, Batman. <laughs> go save New York, Spidey. Close the door, dude. Peter Parker. Obsessed. Look at you. Obsessed. Why why do kids like Spider-Man so much more than all the kid. other superheroes? He's a kid. But like but like relative to all the other superheroes, Spider-Man still He's in high school. He's in school. Oh, okay, cuz like Peter Parker's younger and yeah. Miles Morales. Okay. Yeah, Miles Mor- Dude, Miles Morales Homer over there. Okay, there you go. Daddy, oh, this okay. one shoots lightning. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my god." All right. Carter the Power Brian, always fantastic, buddy. We'll see you next week. Dennis Allen is the next Bill Belichick. Don't listen to anything this guy's about to Get say. Get off. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I, don't do that to me. Peace. All right. Cheers. Carter the Power Brian. Speaking of that, we do got to talk about that. Uh, and look, because we have about five minutes until the show is wrapped up, um, I will do it. And then, you know, men's basketball tipping off tonight. Before we do that, let me talk about our good friends over at Avid Inspection Specialist. Residential and commercial inspections, mold inspections, lead inspections, asbestos inspections, drone inspections. They do it all with their 11th month new home warranty inspections. 225-717-5591. That's 225-717-5591. Go over to the website, avidspecialist.com. That's avidspecialist.com, where peace of mind happens lhi number one one three three one so it's been reported so it's been reported that dennis allen uh will remain or likely to remain the next head coach uh for the new orleans saints getting his first winning season in the nfl as a head coach was dennis allen i i, I just i don't i don't understand it I, I I can't wrap my mind, comprehend why they keep Dennis Allen. Mike Vrabel, as an example, got fired today. Not a bad head coach. Actually, technically, has more wins than Dennis Allen does, ironically enough, in his entire career. And coach, and it's been a head coach less than Dennis Allen. I know that the Saints went 9-8, and eight, but they had no business losing this division. The, I don't necessarily want to call it excuse, but the excuse that they were keeping Dennis Allen was because of the strong finish that he had. What strong finish did the Saints and Dennis Allen have? After the bye week in week 11, you lost to Atlanta. Okay, rival game in Atlanta, whatever. You lost to Detroit, a playoff team, the NFC North champion. Okay, I'll give you that one. Uh, even though I don't like that Atlanta one, you do win two in a row against Carolina, who's the worst team in the NFL, and the Giants that 
started Tommy DeVito. I mean, the the DeVito, the Italiana, it, it did, it, you know, he did have a little Jeremy Lin type of surge there. They're not a good team, but you lost to the Rams, and then you do, and you do win, okay, against Tampa and Atlanta. You win four of your last five, but those teams that you played aren't any good. You should have beaten them. They're not any good. Oh, he had a strong finish. Well, he better have had a strong finish because he had Carolina, the Giants, the Rams were a playoff team. Tampa has no business being in the playoffs, and they are. Uh, And Atlanta, who sucked and fired their head coach. I think Dennis Allen got bailed out to being in a bad division. That's it, man. That's the reason. He got bailed out and being in a bad division. I'll never think anything less. Okay. LSU tips off in one minute. Going up against Vanderbilt in the PMAC. I'm pretty sure it's in the PMAC. Correct me if I'm wrong in the chat. But in the PMAC. So we're going to go watch it. LSU trying to tie their conference uh, wins for from last season. Can Will, Can Matt McMahon uh, do that? Let's go cheer them on, root them on. And until then, we'll see you all tomorrow. Y'all have a good night. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.